Welcome back to the Ice Coffee Hour. I'm Ali Choi, and so far, this podcast has made two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Very close. That was a fantastic guess. It's two hundred and forty-seven thousand. that was good. You're one of the closest we've ever had. I think that's true. So I I kind of like watched one from like a month ago. So yeah, that was that was a good guess. Thank you. Welcome to Vegas. Thank you. What are you doing here? I'm here for trade show actually. What's Uh, a clothing a clothing trade show? It's called Magic sourcing so here to like talk to manufacturers so i was here for like the past few days doing that is that manufacturers for like a personal brand or something like that for clothing for clothing yeah so just trying to find new manufacturers and factories and this is your merch line yeah for copyright so we've seen your videos from back in the day i remember when it was a big thing to do like a day in the life of a harvard student Mm -hmm. uh day in the life of yale student Mm -hmm. and then there's you day in the life at vanderbilt yeah. And that video got how many? Was it 5 million views? 4 million no, views? No, not that much. Two and that a half. Was, yeah, around yeah. two, I think. Two and a half. Last I checked. Views. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your, was that your first video ever? So that's my first public video. Uh huh. But maybe overall, like my seventh video. Seventh video. Yeah. Was that like the first video you took seriously or was it like. Yeah, that was like, okay, so I, I made a few videos about like flipping and reselling because I used to do that in high mm-hmm. school, very Gary V inspired. And then. I, I made some videos about like selling on Amazon because mm-hmm. I used to do that and that was terrible. And then I took a year off and then my first real attempt back was that day in the life video. And it just absolutely popped off. It, did, it, it did really well for like my first real attempt at YouTube. Uh-huh. And honestly, I think like having the other videos beforehand kind of helped with that though. It's pretty amazing because like you gained 50,000 subscribers in just like two months, right? I think I have a video named something like yeah. that. Yeah. What yeah. was so special about that Vanderbilt video? Why do you think so many people watched it? Yeah, there was like a ton of Day in the Life videos at the time. Like yeah. Harvard, like you said, Harvard, Princeton, like yeah. any other college. There was like a ton of viral videos. And then with my school, Vanderbilt, there was only like one video, Day in the Life video, and it had 10K views. So I was like, okay, like if I make a decent video, it'll probably do well. And I got lucky and it, it ended up doing well, so... Um, I spent like a week like researching because at the time, this is 2018. Mm-hmm. At the time, the only thing you needed was good watch time and good good click through rate. And it's like a viral video. Nowadays, it's a little different. Tell but. us about that video. What did you do in that video? In that video yeah. specifically that made it yeah. do perform well? Yeah, like how was your day? Oh, how was my day? Um, It's a really like regular video. Just like wake up, breakfast. I read a book maybe, like went to classes, went to the gym, hung out with friends. Very normal average day. Um, I think what made it like do well was a lot of the other videos, uh, day in the life videos, there's a lot of people kind of talking mm-hmm. and not showing. And I was like kind of bothered by that. I was like, oh, I want to know like how long are your classes or like how nice are the amenities there like at, at your college campus. Um, so I try to like lean into that and fix some of those things that I saw. And for problems. day in the life videos, I have a feeling that someone picks, like if you're going to make one of those day in the life videos, you're going to pick out a day that you have a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that or did yeah. you just do like that? So you, you picked out a day where you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to read. It's my first time reading in two months, but I'm no, going to read yeah. today. I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Do like a cold shower and journal. Yeah. But yeah, some of it is definitely like hyped up a little bit. Yeah. I think that's also just like my effort to like really show like a variety of things that maybe it wouldn't just go into one day, but mm-hmm. like. An, an average of, of multiple different days. So mm-hmm. I was really thinking about like myself as like a high school student looking up in the life videos for my school and not finding anything that was like actually relevant or actually that informational. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you think that goes into a high schooler's decision 
Oh yeah. Which college, they, do they YouTube like day in the life of a, yeah. you know, when I was making college videos, yeah. like guaranteed a ton of those viewers were high schoolers. Really? Yeah. Just, and even myself, like when I got accepted into Vandy, I was like looking up day in the life videos and there was none that was like super, super good or well-produced or anything. So even myself, I was like looking at stuff like that. How did you pick Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, they gave me good financial aid. Okay. So they threw me a lot of money and I said, okay, I'll go. <laughs> okay. Did you apply to like yeah. Harvard, Yale? No, Stanford, no, no, not really. Um, I only applied to mostly state schools. Okay. Like maybe like USC, Cornell, Vanderbilt. Like those are the ones you know probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. And that video did extremely well. Did it do well out the gate or did it take a while to like start catching on i have some like screenshots i don't remember exactly um maybe like i want to say like 10k views in the first week mm -hmm. which is crazy for yeah. me yeah coming from 100 views max on some of those older videos yeah. so 10k views off the gate and then within the span of a few months like and that probably 20 30 40 up to maybe 100 wow that was how much crazy. clout do you get at a college <laughs> campus after that I'm, I've been uh, so curious because everyone must be like, yo, that's Ellie. That he had that video. That's funny. No, I feel like my peers like didn't didn't know at all. Really? Like anyone in my grade. It was more so like I really noticed it when a new freshman class came in because every single one of those freshmen coming into the school like mm -hmm. had watched that video because they're just like just like me when I was a senior in high school. Just curious about like mm -hmm. what is college life like and like what am I going to expect? Like what do I what am I going to experience? They're just like so curious. So that was weird. And then. The next freshman class after that, it was even more. So that's the first week of like a new semester was always pretty interesting. <laughs> really? Yeah, but what definitely did, yeah. not like my people in my grade. What did you go to study there? I studied business. Yeah, just like general business. So it was yeah. your expectation you were going to graduate and then just go in the field of, of yeah. that? Like what did you want to be? Freshman year, I wanted to go into IB, like investment banking. Mm -hmm. uh, sophomore, I wanted to be in, like in consulting. And I'm like so glad I didn't. Like I'm so glad I yeah. skipped that. But I was very much just like um, I was kind of brainwashed. I was yeah. Really like, oh, that's like what I'm supposed to do. That's like the best job you can get. Mm -hmm. It's like IB or or consulting. So how many yeah. of your friends went into investment banking? A good amount, actually. Right around like my year, investment banking was becoming less popular, and consulting was becoming more popular. Mostly probably because of like the work culture and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, a lot of my friends are in consulting. And then a good amount are also in like tech, like from college yeah. specifically. It sounds stupid. What does a consultant do? Because I, I would have a hard time imagining like what a fresh college graduate, no yeah. offense, could, could consult on for like a large company. You would think that they would just hire people with prior experience in the industry to consult. Right, right. Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I never worked a consulting job, so I <laughs> yeah, couldn't tell okay. you. Um, I guess my friends would say they just like apply problem solving like frameworks i yeah. guess i don't i don't know <laughs> I, I was never a consultant so i, feel I don't the know exact same way man. yeah i never knew what it was because i was studying yeah. econ at ucsb okay and i was like i was like okay like i could go into consulting yeah. uh what is that <laughs> like i have no idea I feel like no consulting idea. is one of those buzzwords now it's yeah. like democratizing it's, it's kind of an whatever thing. it is you know what i mean like it means a lot of other things <laughs> that are under consulting but people throw yeah. that in to confuse you yeah it's like i do consulting uh, all right it's yeah. just it's one of those things that just like i do real nice. estate it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay but it could mean anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really could. That's interesting. Yeah, so. But at what point then did you realize it's like, I'm not going to do consulting. I'm not going to do investment banking. The yeah. YouTube channel's popping off. I'm going to be a YouTuber. It was like a very gradual process for me. I definitely started off like not really convinced that YouTube was going to work out. Like I was still like trying to get summer internships and that type of thing. And then 
I remember like there being a little bit of a turning point, which was I made like this viral video and it ended up like making a lot of revenue like off that video from AdSense. And then that that was like really a turning point because I, I had I hadn't really made money from YouTube before that. And then at that point I was like, oh, like you can actually like make money from YouTube, like, you know, comparable to what I might make at like a consulting job or a finance job. So for me, it was like, okay, like I'll always like do YouTube on the side, right? Like that's what I was doing at the time, full-time student, YouTube on the side. Maybe I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like go work a normal job, do YouTube on the side. But yeah, definitely at a point kind of like switch. What but, was that video? Yeah, that was giving Harvard students an iPhone. Um, giving I away, saw that video. Yeah, giving away an iPhone yeah. at Harvard or something. Yeah, that was like a very different video, but I was in a group chat with like, with like Jimmy, Mr. Beast, like uh, Ryan, a few other friends. And like, it was called, uh, I forget what it's called, 10 million bangers or something. And we were just focused on making a video with 10 million views. And so I was very influenced by them. And I was like, oh, I need to make a viral video. I need to make a viral video. So uh, that was my effort at that. And yeah, I think it got like 24 million views or something. Wait, wait, what goes on in this, this secret world is that group chat dead now is it's totally dead now yeah it's totally dead i feel like they just like start up and then like they kind of die but But, what was going on in there like how did you um, get access to that i was friends with ryan so ryan trahan yeah great youtuber um yeah i met ryan like at a talk that i gave with him at my other friend um friends conference and yeah that was how i met ryan and then ryan kind of invited me in but what goes on in there like just conversations about like oh this video is it going to do well like why is it going to do well um a lot of like thumbnail comparisons like which the, what's the better thumbnail and why um a lot of times like previewing each other's videos and like we used to do like a weekly call where we just like gave feedback and like kind of roasted each other how yeah. long ago was that this was a while ago this was like my sophomore junior year of college was Not it now. intimidating to be in that group um not intimidating um, it was just like super exciting just cause yeah, it was just fun to like learn. Whose idea yeah. was it to go to Harvard and give away iPhones? Whose idea was it? Yeah, was it yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, so at the time, like when I made this video, there were a ton of really viral videos where people were giving away iPhones mm-hmm. and I had done like a Harvard day in the life video and that had done like super well, like a few million views. So I was like, okay, like trivia giving away iPhones, already hitting 10 million of views or whatever. And then like my day in the life video at Harvard already had like a few million views. And I was like, let me just combine the two and like do that. So it's kind of like on brand and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And as soon as you like produced Harvard. that video, did you know it was going to be a banger? Yeah. When I was planning it, I was like, oh, this is going to go viral. Like this is going to be, this is going to be big. What um, the people? Oh, sorry. Go for it. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was going to reach like a few, few million views, but um, it did like way better than that. So how much did that video make you? Okay, so this is a really interesting story. Um, I basically had $3,000 in my bank account when I made that video. Uh, I spent $2,000 on the two iPhones that I gave away, $500 on a round-trip flight to Boston from Vanderbilt. And so I had like $500 in my bank account when I went to Boston. And I was like, I was really like, I put all my chips on on, on one thing. I was just like, okay, this is gonna, this has to do well or else I'm like, I'm screwed. Um, the video made like, I think like right now it's close to a hundred. Okay. So maybe around like wow. 98, 99 in that range. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the last time I checked. Hopefully That's an incredible sense. ROI. Yeah. It was like, I can't tell you guys like how insane that feeling was because that's remember I had like $500 left in my yeah. bank account. 
And the first week, I think in the first six days, it had six million views or something like that. Holy cow. And then the AdSense hit, like the first check for AdSense was like 20 or 30 or 40, something like that. And so imagine going from like 500, never having more than $4,000, $5,000 in my bank account ever to now having like my first check of that 100K was 20, 30, 40K. (laughs) And so like, I literally felt, I I can imagine like what it feels like to win the lottery because it, it literally felt like that. It was like the most insane high I've ever felt in my life yeah and like even just talking about it right now I'm like kind of like yeah bringing myself back and like oh my god like sophomore year junior year Elliot was just like I was just off the walls so how do you not then just go back to Harvard and do it again like yeah why not just repeat you found a winning thing just right. keep doing that yeah I didn't like want to end up being one of those creators that like just did interviews and stuff um I get the question a lot like why didn't I just go back and do it but at the end of the day, like I love making vlogs, like I like making videos about my life and you know, like that type of video is more of like a hosting role mm-hmm. than like a main character role, if you want to make that comparison. So for me, it was like, I really cared about like sharing stories about my life and sharing my perspective. And although like that type of video does well and makes a lot of money, like makes you successful because you get a, get a lot of subscribers. I got like 400K subscribers for that video. Um, yeah, it just like wasn't what I wanted. So I went back to like just making normal like vlogs yeah yeah, what's amazing to me is that you gained 400,000 subscribers from that video but still you were somehow able to pivot to vlogging where usually like you see someone grow and then they pivot and then their child their channel dies yeah but you also have amazing engagement for the amount of subscribers that you have you have like 1.2 million subscribers but each of your videos gets like 200k views which is like nearly 20% engagement which is fantastic Mm -hmm. so how were you able to pivot in such a successful way do you think yeah actually it's funny because like I went from having a few million views on that video and then the next video I posted it like just went back to my normal viewership I thought my life was like totally changed after I hit Mm -hmm. that viral video I was like oh my god all my views are gonna do super well now so I I experienced like a lot of burnout after because I was like okay that's not the case I think how it ends up working out is usually like that's the top of the funnel like people might find your channel that way and they might subscribe for that type of content and then the videos I was making like not really the type of content that people subscribe for but there's still some a little bit of overlap people interested in college or people interested in like college life in general so Mm -hmm. yeah I think that kind of helped but um I was trying to find this like I'm sure you guys do this too but like find this fine balance between making videos that bring new people in and then making videos that also kind of like keep people yeah. in the ecosystem and keep people engaged. Now, is that the time you decided to go full-time? I, I really didn't decide to do full-time YouTube until like my second semester, senior year of college, like three years in and still was like, ah, should I go like apply for a job? Um, I come from like a pretty like conservative family. And so they were definitely like pushing for me to just like go get a job. So it took a lot of like, I don't know, even though it was like a no-brainer for most people, like I feel like it would be a no-brainer. For me, it was still a very like last-minute decision of like, okay, I'm just like, I'm going to do YouTube like after I graduate college. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How much were you making at the time where you decided, all right, I'm doing this? I decided to do YouTube full-time, like that that full-time decision was when I was making as much as I would at like a consulting job. And so I was like, if I'm going to make the same amount, but I can do what I love, then there's no op- there's no opportunity cost in like going to go work a corporate job because it's not like I'd be making more money there. It's not like I'd be having more fun. It's not like at the time it wasn't like I was tr- getting more opportunities. So for me, it was just like, okay, 
when the pendulum kind of like switched over to, okay, most of the opportunity is on, on the YouTube side. That's when it made sense for me to like really commit to that. So it was like a hundred, hundred grand a month or a year or something like that. hundred grand a month. Yeah. hundred grand a month. I was like, <laughs> oh, I do it. Might be a consultant. We're so used yeah. to the finance Yeah. Sorry guys. I don't have a finance. <laughs> <channel. laughs> not Jeez, like that. Jack, your threshold is not, not like that. I, I just misspoke. No. <laughs> it's yeah. funny how when people say like, uh, when sometimes we'll ask like, how much you make? They'll be like 80 grand. I'm like, I always think a month. Everything is now <laughs> a month. It's so, it's so bad. Oh, 80 grand a month. That's Sorry, not bad at all. <laughs> that's that's yeah, okay. We can get that up. Yeah, <laughs> it could, we double it. We yeah, we can work on it. Um, no, that was that was huge for me. Like the six figure threshold. Yeah. Um, was definitely like, okay, I can I can do this like full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did your parents think about it? Um, at first they were like very very hesitant, very reluctant. They definitely were like every time I went back home for break, they're like, so where are you working next year? Where are you where are you getting that internship? Um, but over time they, I'm kind of like, I'm very stubborn and especially with my parents, I'm very stubborn. Mm -hmm. Um, they know now, like if I, if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do it. Like they can't really change my mind. So over time they just gave up and yeah, they're, they're very supportive now. Like, of course. What do you vlog now? If someone asks like what your style is or why people watch, what would you say? Um, you mentioned like day in the life videos. It's kind of like day in the life, just like. Honestly, like a bunch of day in the life videos, but they're just vlogs. And now I live in New York instead of on a college campus. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is just like me hanging out with my friends, getting coffee and, and that just, just like sounds living like my the life. life to me. That sounds like the life. It, you go out, you hang out with your friends, you just film it, right? Like everyone already does like on Snapchat and stuff like that. Yeah. You post it, you make a bunch of money. How is that? Are you just like on cloud nine? I mean, lifestyle content is great in that like. Yeah, you can just live your life and then document it and that's like very natural and organic. I would say like it has its own consequences and like its own, I don't know, there's there's sacrifices that you make because your work and your life are so intertwined. And sometimes I wish that I could just like have work mode, which is like going in and like making a video, producing a video and then like getting off and then like just kind of being on personal time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's hard because like, if you so in college like i was making videos about being in college and so once i graduated college like i had to make videos about being someone who makes videos and so it's a very like weird loop where you're like okay if if most of my day is consumed by like thinking about how to make videos like what are you actually making videos about so that's like a very like challenging thing as a lifestyle creator is like okay then you have to go make your life interesting you have to go like do things that are interesting otherwise it's not going to be entertaining to watch so yeah, you hear that from a lot of vloggers, but... And what about, like, the David Dobrik kind of vlogs? Do yeah. Do you think that you could produce something similar to that? I'm, I that, don't think so. You don't think you want to go yeah, in that direction? Yeah, I definitely would not. It's just, like, too produced for me and, like... Yeah, you know yeah. what's crazy? I just realized that style has officially died out. The David Dobrik style? David's not posting. No, but Logan Paul was doing it. Remember that? Yeah, Logan it, quit before David, though, didn't he? I think so. But yeah. there was that, that brief period of time where everybody, I feel like, did the David Dobrik route is like five minute videos just clip clip yeah. clip with high retention yeah. yeah i have not seen a video like that i like and it. then but then now i feel like we went the M- emma chamberlain route mm. of just like these long 20 minute vlogs very low editing just very personal hmm. i don't think we're there yet i think we're think not so? at now i don't think we're at the emma chamberlain like emma pulls it off really well yeah but i think like it is a it is a bit of a pendulum i don't know there's still i feel like the dominant thing is still like fast paced it's not as like it's not like David Dobrik style, but it's still 
I agree. Fast it's fast paced and also like challenges. Like that's kind of what's like popping off. Yeah. But you also can't compare like 10 million views on a challenge video sure. to like an Emma Chamberlain video. It's like totally different. Yeah. But first we want to thank today's sponsor, Shortform. Reading is really one of the best ways to understand complex and confusing financial topics. But one of the really difficult parts is just finding the time, especially when books are like 500 pages long. Thankfully though, it's nice to get some of that time back with Shortform. Shortform is an amazing book guide that not only gives you comprehensive book summaries, but also expert analysis with very useful comprehension exercises. Shortform also offers a ton of different book genres to choose from. And my personal favorites are business finance, and entrepreneurship. I recently used Shortform on a book called To Sell is Human, and it was able to break down the very complicated subject of contemporary selling in just a couple sentences. So instead of spending days on a 272-page book, I was able to get all of the key ideas in less than 10 minutes. My favorite part of Shortform is that you're able to choose the length of your summary. I could choose to read the chapter-by-chapter -chapter guide or just a single-page summary. Shortform publishes new book guides and articles every week, and Shortform subscribers get to vote on which book comes next. So to get five days of unlimited access plus a 20% discount on an annual subscription, you could visit the link down below in the description or go to shortform.com slash coffee to get started today. Again, the link is down below in the description. Get started and save tons of time today. And with that said, back to the podcast. How are you able to cultivate such a dedicated audience? I still can't wrap my head around it because like, like I said, you have like what, 200,000 followers on Instagram, but you have videos that get, or photos I get like 50,000 likes those ratios are insane like the people that follow you they actually watch all of your content it's not like they just like hit subscribe and they don't stick around how are you able to keep these people around is it just because you're very personal in your videos I think it it is that like when you spend 10 minutes a week with someone and like you share kind of like what's going on in your mind um, a lot of times I think the the relationship that I like compared to is like if I was like FaceTiming my friend like and I'm updating them on like what my week looks like or like what I'm up to and just like having almost like if you're hanging out like the way we're hanging out but then imagine there's like I mean this it's kind of like this actually where you have like another person just kind of sitting in on on that conversation and you can directly address that person if you want sometimes and that's pretty much like they're a part of this friend group and they're just like hanging out with you so in that way I think a lot of times people come up to me and they're like hey like it's me like you know me <laughs> right me. like but I, I have no idea who they are but yeah. i get it because like i was i sometimes watch creators and i've also like been like had that feeling of like oh it's me like we're friends like you know like yeah exactly yeah so i think like that creates a very strong bond because it, in a way like they don't feel like just a fan but they just feel like a friend so i think that's like a huge i don't know for me it's like a, a great part about making like personal videos is that you get to develop like a personal mm -hmm. relationship with your viewer. And would you say you're very genuine in your YouTube videos and can viewers sense people being genuine or not? Of course he's gonna oh. say yes, he's genuine. Oh, he's I'm actually fake as no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. Actually, everything, I'm just wondering. Actually, everything is just fake, you know? <laughs> viewers can tell if a creator's being genuine or not. Yeah, 100%. So? Like, it's uncanny how viewers know, like, certain things like we like i never talk about sometimes mm -hmm. they just know like Something they can up. sense like the craziest <laughs> things like that I've, they, they would have no idea what's going on but like sometimes they'll dm me and they're like hey elliot you okay like you look a little down today i was like or like they're like is there something going on between like you and a friend like you know they're just i'm wow. just like how could you know that like yeah. it makes no sense but there's some smart there's some smart yeah, people yeah. out there highly like emotionally intelligent just yep. 
It's crazy. People tell me all the time, Graham, you look tired. Graham, you look tired. You're like, I am. <laughs> like, yep. Very tired. No, half the yeah. time, it's, it's the, the lighting. Bags. It's the lighting. <laughs> Bad lighting makes you look tired. Are you tired? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, so maybe. There's some videos I'm not tired and people are like, oh, man, you look tired. I'm like, it's the lighting. That's, yeah. that's, why Graham, you, that's why Graham's so particular about the lighting. <laughs> yeah, sick of the tired comments. Tired to counteract the lack of sleep. <laughs> that's funny. How is your business broken down now? Like YouTube yeah. in general? Um, I mean, a lot of it is... So I, for a long time, I used copyrighted music for a while. So AdSense is like... I still mostly use like... Now, nowadays, I do use non-copyrighted, but it's I've never like relied on AdSense. Um it's just like not as high for lifestyle creators. And so mostly like brand deals for sure. Um, and then a huge part is like the clothing copyright. Um, sorry, that's confusing because I just talked about copyright. Yeah. But um, no, the clothing is called copyright. And then, yeah, so clothing, brand deals, AdSense. It's kind of like the mix for YouTube. Um, and then, of course, it's like random things on yeah. the side. But yeah. Can you give us a rough like, you know, estimate on, on what your income would be? Every month? It fluctuates okay. a lot. Um, because some months I'll do drop, some months I don't do drop. So that makes a huge difference because yeah. I only like do drop every few months. Um, it really varies. Like, yeah, I will say like I have seen it like for for some reason I always imagine that like my my channel is dying and like my career is gonna <laughs> that die. All, we, that's every, every single day, yeah. man. Every, every single day single I'm day. like, yeah. oh yeah. my god, this is it. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. we just hit the apex yeah. and like we're going downhill now. Um but you know, uh, you, you had Shelby on here a few months mm -hmm. or maybe a month ago or whatever. Yeah. We were talking because we had like a, we went on like a trip together and she was like, yeah, like, you know, like my income just keeps growing. And I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, she's a little bit more, like, has a few more years yeah. on me. I'm like, yeah. okay, like, I'm just going to keep it up because like, hopefully I'll just like keep growing. It really is like interesting how more opportunities just like keep coming up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's like a problem because you don't really know which ones to choose uh, just because you have so many. but it's a great problem to have, but it gets distracting sometimes for sure. So it's yeah. extremely variable, basically. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't know if you guys feel that, but mine's extremely variable. In general, like, it literally like will go I, like two x and then like fifty percent. Yeah, because you like, could have a great like brand deal, or you could have like a good mm -hmm. month in views. Um, you can you can control it a little bit, but sometimes you. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you can't. So. Do you ever worry that making more money is going to make you seem less relatable? That all of a sudden you're like a rich guy who's like, ooh, he's pretending to be, you know, relatable. a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Or if you get, you know, too flashy, then it's like, oh, he doesn't get it anymore. Yeah. It's definitely like a risk. Like yeah. you've, I've seen it happen to like a lot of people where they become very successful and then they're like suddenly out of touch. Um, it's a thing, like, especially for lifestyle creators. I think for me, like my goal is just to like be genuine, be authentic. Like if, I am like making more like I'm not I'm not gonna hide it like I'm not gonna like go uh, some people like I don't know I'm not calling anyone out but um <laughs> you might like go like live in like a small apartment because you're like oh like um you know I don't make any money or sometimes people will just be like oh I don't make money like I'm broke they're clearly not broke um I'm never gonna be like oh I'm broke like when I'm not broke but um I think that's that's important like that trust in like a viewer as long as you're being honest it's like fine i think like i know i i follow some creators that like i know make a lot of money and like it's not like i like them any less because they make more like mm -hmm. i'm happy for them like i root like i think true fans they like root for your success um so i've never been like oh i need to like hide like if i'm making money of course there's a risk of like you don't want to like this is just me as a person like yeah. i don't want to be overly flashy like i don't want to like flex on anyone like that's not the goal so 
yeah, I think just being like being yourself with it, like, and if you're just like a person about it, then it'll probably just bite you in the butt. I agree. I think you. it depends on how you use it, right? Like yeah. if, you're, if you're making a bunch of money and you're like, guys, I'm like, I can't believe it. This is amazing. Like I'm so fortunate to be in the position I'm in. Uh, then people are rooting for you. Yeah. But if you're, if you're just like, oh yeah, I just got this new car. I got this ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know I mean? There's Posting, a way to like, do it. Stuff on you. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Duncan was a great example of that. I remember when I first met Danny, he was living, I think it was a one bedroom apartment in Hollywood. I knew he was making mm. a killing. Guy didn't spend money, and that was just him. That's just I him. mean, but he invested so well too. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. He's so he's so smart behind the scenes. But yeah, he was oh. just the one bedroom apartment in Hollywood. He just went there every now and then. Yeah, uh, I think he like trashed it. I've seen some of the videos. He's like throwing <laughs> people against the wall. I feel bad for the landlord. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I goes to show you. I mean, it was he was really authentic with a lot of like his yeah. spending in his his videos. I think I was like just chatting with him. Like I think he's like a very just down earth. Like he's a real guy. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah, doesn't try to like. Just like shows it as it is. And I think that's the best way to do it. Eventually, if you just are faking it, it'll eventually like bite you in the butt. So. Yeah. Now, you were mentioning that your phone is black and white. Is there it a is. reason for that? Like you've, you've said you never saw the colors of the podcast room. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, well, maybe yeah. I've seen it, but like maybe it's just because I walked in and it was like in person. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my phone is in black and white. It's just uh, that's just the way. Is it healthy? Is it better? Or like, I don't what, like it like that. What does it? What does that do? Is there? A, I bet there's a study. There's got to be a Vanderbilt yeah. study done that like says <laughs> black and white is better on the eyes. I don't or like know it the makes study. You smarter or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the study, and I don't know where I start. Like when I started doing this in college, I think, and I don't know if I read it somewhere. Probably. Like so you I don't, had it for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, sometimes like I go through phases where it's color, but like I'm in a good phase right now where it's been black and white a for a phase. while. Good phase. Yeah, this one's a good one. But what does it do? It just like keeps me off my phone if you um. I have this I'm I'm just like very addicted to my phone because yeah. well everyone is and then also like we do it for our job so it's also there's that factor mm -hmm. um I just when I'm scrolling through Instagram stories like it doesn't it's, it's not just not yeah it's just not yeah. as like fun to look at so then you end up putting it down versus if you um are scrolling with color it's just like I don't know. You could scroll for hours. But yeah. what about for things like if you're studying someone else's YouTube thumbnail, you know, you, you want to yeah. look at their colors or you're taking photos. How, how does that work out? Yeah, it's funny. Like I take all my photos in black and white and then like really? sometimes I like send them over to like my friend and it's terrible. Like the lighting is <laughs> so bad. That would be a great way to test thumbnails though is do it black and white and see if it, if, if you could get it to stand out hmm. in terms of just the visuals alone. And then you could add that color That is interesting, afterwards. yeah. Because that will also show you contrast yeah. pretty well. Honestly, like not not that well. Like sometimes I'm like, this is a great photo, and then it's just like terrible. Oh, it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, huh. but that makes sense. I don't know. Too. It's a small price to pay to just stay off my phone. I I get very like jittery if I like spend too much time on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have TikTok on my phone. I just like I don't know. TikTok is way too yeah. addicting. Oh, I feel like every terrible. episode I I talk. Some you love crap talking about, about TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point. I, I I've been trash talking it for such a long time, but now. Uh, anytime I have like just downtime where I know I just want to like, my mind is going to go to mush for five minutes. I'm yeah. like, all right, open TikTok and just see what's yeah. up there. And, uh, yeah, 20 minutes goes by. It's so, so bad. Yeah. 20 minutes is not bad. No, 20 minutes is yeah. not bad. That means you have a lot of self-control. You know what? Actually, we could look at the, I turned on the, um, the screen time. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Grant, okay. Yeah. So a long time ago, we had someone on the, on the podcast mm -hmm. and we were talking about screen time and I was so curious what Graham's was because he's like working all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's recompare. Right. Guys. Should yeah. we guess? Can I guess? Yes. Four and a half hours. Too much? That's wow. Four hours and 42 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Well, but okay. Bad. Now let's see. YouTube, what? yeah. 
Oh God. Oh, this isn't terrible. I don't think it's oh, that bad. That's, yeah, that's not per day. Okay. No. Yeah. So this is uh, what is this? In the last week, I've spent seven hours and thirty minutes on YouTube. Two hours, fourteen minutes on maps, but that doesn't really count because no, that no. doesn't count. That yeah, like if we get rid of maps, it. two hours on iMessage, but sometimes I just leave it open. Like I'll two hours. To, oh, okay. I'll respond to a text, but then I'll leave my phone like that. What? Why? I don't know. Because sometimes someone's typing, and I just don't want to click out of it. Oh, okay. I like a little bubble. <laughs> uh, an I've hour on Instagram. Wow, this is actually higher than I expected. That's funny. An hour on TikTok in four days. So what is that? Uh, a little under twenty minutes a day. Six hours and nine minutes. Yeah, and I have three hours on YouTube, two hours, three hours on Safari. Two and a half hours on Instagram, two hours on Google Maps, yeah. an hour and a half on TikTok. It's bad. I'm right around yeah. like four hours, like right. under, under four That's daily good. average. Gotta try that black and white thing. It's still not great, but I was it was a lot worse, yeah. like six to eight hours at one point. Now, switching yeah. topics here, you were saying that you watched Jack's video. Oh, yeah. yeah. You saw, okay. Wow. Well, it came up like on my way here. It came up on your way here? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. I haven't clicked on you it yet. You haven't clicked it? Yeah. Let me say, watch right first off, this. shout out to Sean Rizwan. Okay. Yeah. Gave yeah. Me I know Sean. Yeah, I know that yeah, you know him. I'm I, good friends I, with you, Sean. You guys hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he I'm, gave me that thumbnail suggestion, and it was a banger thumbnail, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the asking strangers, like money questions, yeah. that stuff's just like popping off right now. And yeah. I thought to myself, well, I think I could do this okay. Yeah. So I went out to like downtown Vegas. Nice. And went, but for some reason, it's like blowing up on TikTok. There you People go. on TikTok like eat it up. It's good. It's a good format. Yeah. yeah. My, I mean, my most viral video is me asking questions to strangers. I like the idea yeah. of being able to get content, just kind of like letting strangers be strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just going up to them and letting, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like instigating some weird conversation, seeing where they take it. It's not a new thing either. You guys know like Humans of New York? Like mm -mm. it's like I've a blog. Yeah. And it used to be very, very popular. I don't know if it's as popular anymore, but it's a similar concept, like going out and like interviewing just random strangers in New York. And it was like, it was huge. And like, this is like the next generation of it's that. It's always mm. like, there have always been pranks. Like that's always been huge on YouTube. Yeah, like, of laugh, course. Like telling jokes to people, stuff like that. Yeah. That's always been huge, but <clears throat> it's just showing up right now. Finally for like finance, like people are like talking about their income Jack, and stuff. Yeah. You could one off this by going to Fremont <laughs> street at night on a weekend. You need to do this at oh night. Oh my Not God. That's a, a great idea. Yeah, I, I feel like you like went Jack Manley, but money. Yes, because you know what? <laughs> you what went, do. you went in the middle of the Minus day. Like the girl That's and guy funny. Stuff, yeah, you went in the middle of the day. Yeah, that place gets crazy at night, and just imagine the interactions yeah. you have. It would be ten times what you did. Thirty percent of the people and, I interacted with during the day were already drunk. Imagine night. This? That's oh, got to yeah. be like ninety-five. Jack, imagine, and how about this? You pay people five dollars to tell you their net worth. Oh, they would just tell me anyways, man. Really? You think yeah, so? Yeah, that was so no, easy. No, they'll just tell you. Yeah, I just I went up to people. Yeah, they were all no. cool. Like, yeah. I, some people rejected me, but overall, I would say like 75% of people were okay with it. If they're wasted, though, like, I don't oh, know yeah. you can, if you can yeah. like really you assess the bad? credibility of the... Oh, that's like, true. Yeah. If you're just like really drunk and someone's yeah. like, what's your net worth? I don't know how honest yeah. that is. I'll do that at night. Yeah. I would try it at night. Maybe the net worth question, people are going to be like, what's a net worth? Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. That's good content. You know, but a yeah. really simple, like a finance question. Really yeah. easy. I, 
I love those videos where people go up and like, all right, how many continents are there? And people will say, oh, a continent? Yeah, uh, what's a uh, continent? 35? Like, yeah. 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 guys my like, favorite yes. videos. I want to no, no, do no. something like that. I have, I have a great idea. Questions. I love the videos where uh, the, the news reporter or whoever make up a fact. So you should just make up a crazy fact. Like, so did you hear that the president just raised the interest rates by 20% and just see what people say? Uh, that's good too. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, oh, I expected it from that guy. I've said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Did you, oh, you say, did you hear about this? And then they say, oh yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. Completely false. There's like Total a statistic. Lie. It's like, um, or like not a statistic. There's a study, maybe some Vanderbilt study. I don't mm. know. They're like, oh, just say anything. If you say a fact, it's, it doesn't have to be true. So not a fact. I guess. If you say any general statement about anything, but you add like a little bit of specificity to it, people, people will agree. 90% of the time say like, it's okay. Yeah, I believe that. That's that's wow. real. Yeah. So you could probably pull that off. It'd be a good piece of content. Yeah. 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 Right. You, know you know what, man? What? Go to Fremont at night on a weekend. Ask people what their thoughts are on Andrew Tate. Oh. <laughs> you, you would get some wild answers. That's a good idea. A wild okay. answers. Done. I'll I get do credit it. for I'll that one. Tomorrow. I'll see you tonight at okay. Fremont. Yeah, <laughs> you run into me I'm and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like I thought you were leaving Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I have to go to Fremont. Yeah. Yeah. And get, but, but get like everyone from like old, young, men, yeah, women, yeah, okay. professional. Like just, I just got to go and like collect footage for like five hours. Yeah. Just go and just get as much as I can. But realistically, that's what you should be doing is spending like you know, eight I, hours yeah. from honestly from 6 p.m. to probably 2 a.m. if you can. Yeah. And get a wide range of questions. Spend three hours, Andrew Tate, three hours network, three hours something That's else. That's what I did. Yeah. When I shot the first time, I probably shot for nearly five hours. And it was like midday. It was burning hot. It was really hot. It's mm -hmm. uh, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, the end product was like a nine minute video. Yeah. So now, why did it take so long? Was that because a lot of people said no or they their answers weren't interesting? Uh, a lot of people said I was extremely anxious, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It yeah. was very hard for me to go up to people. Uh, and like ask them personal questions in general, just like for me going up to someone's very challenging. So a lot of the times, if you look at the raw footage, it's just like, I can't do this, JJ, I can't do it. And JJ's like, you got it, man. Just yeah. one more. We need one more. I'm like, okay, I think I got it. And then I walk up to someone and like immediately turn around. Nope, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it, JJ. But that was a lot of the raw footage to be honest, but it, it was very draining. Yeah, but that's why it so, took so yeah. long. So yeah. at the end, the security guard came up and gave you guys a bit of a hard yes. time. Oh, yes. really? What happened? Yeah, okay, so I got in trouble. I was, like, approaching these this couple, and uh -huh. the security guard came up to me on a bike, and he's saying, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that, and I cut the video, and then I went back in, and I was just finishing the interview with the people. So the guy came up to me, he's like, okay, these brands behind us, mm -hmm. if you're making money off of this, they don't want their, like, logos shown. It was, like, White Castle and, like, gotcha. a bunch of other brands. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not making money off of it. Channel wasn't monetized when I said that. Mm. So it wasn't technically lying. Sure. Now it's monetized. Made like 40 bucks. Okay. So if these guys so want to sue me out get of 40 sued. bucks, okay, they can have my $40. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe it either. It was a public space. Yeah. But you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to like argue with a cop guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. A bike cop. I don't know. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. I think so too. I don't think White Castle is going to come up for you. For yeah. 40 no. But it was funny because he comes up and he's like, you can't do this. And he's like all mad. I'm trying to put, the, he's like, don't put the camera in. And he like slaps my hand away. Yeah. And then it cuts and I'm just asking the same people the question. He's just gone. You know what? It would have been funny to get him to answer if he went to college. Yeah, that would have been really good. He was not in any good mood, though. He was very upset. That's funny. Like, you just got to push the boundaries. Like, never stop recording, and you just you just kind of yeah. go with it. I think I could. Yeah. I think I could do that, but I had, like, during hour four and five, I was getting much more comfortable. Yeah. So I'd probably have to be near the tail end, but yeah. I would I would love to do it's something It's like hard that. going up to people and just, like, it, it takes some really practice. Challenging. It's really hard. Yeah. I once tried to film this video where I was uh, selling, like, trying to go from, like, 
a dollar to like a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars in a weekend or a week and i just filmed the first day and for some reason i was filming 4k which is terrible um and i just like six hours of me trying to sell water bottles to people and i scrapped the video because it was so bad it was so hard but um, a lot of it was same exact thing. Me just being Anxious, like, oh, huh? I cannot do this. Like, yeah. I do not want to go up to people and like ask them to buy this one water bottle that's that I have. That's the hard part is when you're soliciting value out of people. Yeah, like you're like, you, you know what I mean? Like I'm asking people personal finance questions. Like they're not, I'm not necessarily like, like taking anything away yeah. from them except like maybe they're like financial, like privacy. Sure. Um, but if you're like trying to sell something like a sell, selling a water bottle, like what Ryan Trahan did, I was like, there is no chance that I can do that. It's hard. Yeah, trying really to get hard. something out of random What people. are your thoughts on the Ryan Trahan uh, penny challenge? I thought it's great. Like he basically daily vlogged, right? Like yeah. that. I mean, I thought that you couldn't really do that anymore, but he did a great job. I think I'm, I'm a huge fan of any content style where you have to like watch multiple videos it's like an ongoing storyline. Like mm-hmm. I love it when like most videos on YouTube, I feel like they're one off. Mm-hmm. It's not like you watch one and then you're waiting to see the next video. Like normally on TV shows, it's kind of like that. There's like a cliffhanger and then you start it back up on the next episode and then there's another cliffhanger. And so it keeps you going. So like, I love that there's an overarching storyline because I think like there is a place for that on YouTube. It's just like really hard to achieve because ugh, it just sometimes like your videos just don't do as well. And so hard to like keep that if you have that's consistent viewership right Mm -hmm. there so i think it's great it's like tv yeah in a way his ability to go up and be like howdy you want to buy some water and just like constant nose yeah is incredible because i would imagine he has to approach 100 people for like every oh yeah five maybe that say yes so one in 20 yeah so yeah guys so uh speaking of making money um i sold out you sold out? How'd you sell out? Oh, jeez. Well, here we uh, go again. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you guys the story here, but uh, you may notice something different about the camera angle. Wait a second. You don't have a uh, you have a memory card in the camera. I, I, I actually do. just noticed that. This so, is the first time you said that. Let me explain to you guys what happened. I was uh, minding my own business on Instagram when I get this message from Lexar. <laughs> Lexar, if you guys didn't know, is an SD card company. And they said they wanted to send me a SD card. So I stuck it in the camera. And you know what else I said? I said, why don't you guys sponsor me? And I don't give any of the profits to Graham and Jack. And I stick a sign right here. I think that's a terrible idea. I think that's a really, really bad idea. <laughs> but on the bright side, guys, they did send you guys some card readers. Some oh, SD good. Cards, <laughs> so I'll, I'll bless you guys for that. But uh, so, yeah, guys, the official memory sponsor of the podcast or myself. So is, uh, have, you guys, have you guys really not seen this? So, Elliot, I was kind of aware of it, <laughs> but I'm still like... I'm still a little in shock that it's actually happening. That's but so funny. We're gonna <laughs> change the direction of this conversation wow. back on Elliot. Okay. I can't believe that's that was, so, that's funny. That's funny. You gotta right. keep the side so, hustle up. One thing. Oh my gosh, Alex. We'll have it. We're gonna have a talk. We're gonna have a very very serious <laughs> talk about this, Alex. As you know what? How much are they paying you? Know you what? Man? This is how this much is, are they paying you? I, we'll do this as a midweek episode to keep you guys watching. So you have to subscribe to see our. Our confrontation. <laughs> confrontation with Alex about what's going on here. Yeah. So uh, now we have a continuing storyline. That's line. funny. There you go. Gosh, yeah. Alex. That's funny. So I thought you how guys. How much got- it cost to sell out, Alex? Well, I guess just. I I can't us. listen, man. Yeah. I can't reveal my secrets. But if you're interested, hit me up on Instagram. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know yeah, how. Like, yeah. In, in no, all seriousness, it would be funny if all of a sudden, like, everywhere <laughs> was sold out. Like, just multiple spots. I think it'd be funny if you had a hat with, like, a dangling thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look how much retail space. I mean, there's a sign here, yeah, yeah. one up here. I, we got some space right here, too. We have a lot of. Yeah, we could sell wow. out really big. <laughs> Guys, you can't take my money making hey, idea. Wait a second. Isn't that the iced coffee hour? A fan said oh, that a fan? thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. covering so, no, no, the other fan? one behind the hard drive. Oh no, no, Did there's you cover no, no, that no, no, up. No there's, no, there's nothing. A here. A fan no. made us that thing, no. and you're covering it up with your sponsor. No, no, no. <laughs> How no, does no, that no, feel, no, no, Alex? No, no. Listen, the fans should be happy for me. Okay, I'm, I'm making some. Mu- <laughs> Jack, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are no, what are you doing? Come on. Oh, the, the fans, no, the fans no. come first. Someone made that, man. The, the fans come first. Uh, all right, guys. All right. I mean, that needs to be. You know what? Yeah, there we go. The fans come first. I just wanted to keep those there to let you guys know. <laughs> that, that is so fun. I saw that and I was like, oh, nice. You guys got like, you know, like sponsored. Oh, no, they didn't. Them. No, they, they genuinely didn't. They didn't. I was like, oh, you guys are doing like sponsored uh, a segment here. Oh, yeah. Funny. One thing that I wanted to talk about with you is that you're in a content house, aren't you? Yes, I'm uh, in a creator house. It's called Your Mom's House. Your Mom's House. <laughs> your is it Mom's actually, House. Is it actually called Your Mom's House? It's actually called Your Mom's House. <laughs> Don't talk about my mom like that. You're, you're at my mom's house? She's going to talk about yeah. your mom like that? What yeah. you, I'm going to your mom's house later, you know? Man. <laughs> Save it for creator clash. Yeah. Wow. No, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in your mom's house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're, still, you're still living with your mom. I'm, I live in my mom's house. No, I live in your mom's house, actually. <laughs> Not, <laughs> your mom's no, house. no, I live in your mom's no, house. You live in your mom's house. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I do live in your mom's okay. house. Yeah, right. there no, you go. Your mom's house. So, mom's house seems pretty nice, though. Your mom's house? Yeah, it is. No, <laughs> no, your mom's we're house. We're all getting confused. Yeah, here. your mom's house. But you live in a creator house, you said, right? Yeah. And um, what's like the reason behind that? And I've also noticed like all of these companies going and like sponsoring these houses. Yeah. And they're usually like mansions or super nice places. Do you have any like insider information on that? Or, or, or how exactly did your mom's house come about? Yeah, it's not like a typical creator house. Like we don't have like brands sponsoring it and like we're not even making money off of it. Like it's very much just friends that are creators that happen to live, in, live with each other. Um, actually not even in a house because we live in New York. Mm-hmm. So in an apartment. So technically that name is not even right. Uh, it should be your mom's apartment. But yeah, no, we, um, we're just like a group of friends and like we live together and we make videos together. So I did this like month in LA where I like live with creators. It wasn't a creator house. It wasn't like a content house. Um, and, and I mean, it was in the sense of like creators living together, but it was very much just like super natural and organic. And it was like the best month ever. Like we made videos together. It was like very organic collaboration. Um, and it was fun. It was just super fun. And we learned a lot off of each other. And so like we went back, I went back to college. A lot of people went back to school and I was like, okay, like how can we like, do this again after college. It's like such a good environment to be in. Um, and so that's when we started the house. Like, I guess it's been a year now. We're, uh, yeah. Who else is in first it? Lease. Uh, Kelly Wakasa, your mom, Ashley. So there's some inspiration for the name there. We previously had a member. Her name was Amber Chase. She's no longer part of the house. And then we have like some new members coming. So yeah, it's very much just like an apartment. Yeah. Is it a nice living place? Together. For New York, it's like spacious. Like, it's really hard to find a lot of space in New York. So for New York, it's quite spacious. So it's not like a it's not a luxury high rise. Like it's not a no. it's not like it nice looks like pretty that. good in the in the photos I've seen of it or the videos. Yeah, it's a little bit ratchet actually. Like, but it's nice because like we beat it up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. we got a skate ramp in there, and that's weird for New York for sure. Skate ramp in the place. Like a, there's a half pipe in there. 
Wow. Yeah. Reminds me of the movie Big. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 We're just like, I don't know, just kids like screwing around in there. So. How much is rent? Rent, you know, you know, uh, you reacted to my what I spend in a week. I video, did. Yeah. And you uh, were spot on. So for me, I think it was. Uh, do you remember what you said? I probably said seventy five hundred bucks, sixty five. No, not, not for me. Uh, so, no, me total. personally, yeah, four a month. Four thousand bucks a month for me. Yeah. Do you have like the nicest room? I don't have the master. I I think I have the nicest room, low key. But they wouldn't agree. Uh, no, I think they would agree. Oh. I feel like I have the nicest room. Okay. I think I got lucky. But it's not yeah. the it's not the master. It's not the master. Master pays a little more. So you got a good deal. Okay. Do the math. And- yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, in the What I Spend in a Week video, I'm spending a lot of money going out. And, uh, you know, I think I gave you a lot of uh, criticism that I think after speaking to you now was uh, unwarranted. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I do. I think it was warranted. You were going, it was great. You were going to coffee shops. You are spending like $8 on designer coffee and like designer. $15 <laughs> avocado toast but now that i'm hearing about it that this is like your full-time thing and going out making content you can't really make the content like that being like hey guys i'm gonna make my coffee at home and have an avocado toast by myself and i'm gonna invite someone over at the house today we're gonna it's more entertaining to watch you go somewhere even if it's at a cost because the cost is at that point just the the price of doing business it's a little bit of both like i mean honestly yeah i could definitely cook a little bit more like that's i don't know it's something i'm trying to work on um, you inspire me to like try to cook more, but no, it is also like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I can like film it if I'm like going out and like meeting up with a friend. I think New York is obviously like very glamorized. Like people like the idea of like going to New York and like, what is life like? And if I just stay in my apartment all day, it's like, I don't get to show off the city as much. So there's like that, but no, I should definitely be cooking more. I'm just like terrible at it. So. And when you're trying to figure out like which day you're going to vlog, is it, Based off of if you know something's going to happen that day, or do you just pick a random day, I'm going to vlog today, and then you try to create exciting stuff in that day? Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Like, if I if something's going to happen already, like, I might just, like, add in a few more things to, like, make it a little bit more interesting. That being said, like, sometimes I just, like, commit to, like, I'm going to vlog that day, and I have nothing planned. It's always a really tough vlogging day, but I only vlog, like, really one day out of the week. So Would you say you work a lot in general? Um, I do like I honestly used to work way more because I was in college, so like balancing school and and YouTube. Um, nowadays I still do work a lot, but I also like hiring people and like working with more people. Like is definitely like I don't edit my own videos anymore. Like still a little bit of retouching, but yeah. So stuff so, like that saves a lot of time. You can, like focus on more things. Yeah. So walk us through a normal day. What do you do? Because it seems like if you don't <laughs> You don't want to watch a video. You'd rather <laughs> yeah. just tell. Well, the thing is, it's like if you, if you don't edit the video and you spend one day a week vlogging, Yeah. what do you do? What, what That's are the a great shops? question. It's just like so different every single day. Like usually I wake up, I go get some coffee, get some food in me, uh, go to the computer, just like go through some emails. Um, maybe I get lunch with someone. It's like a meeting. Um, yeah, I think about like if I if I need to plan some videos, like I'll just like brainstorm some video ideas. Um, a lot of times I'm like working on copyright, so like talking to manufacturers or like talking to my team, and it's just like all over the place. Like a lot of like meeting up with people, a lot of uh, planning videos or like thinking about YouTube, but then also like planning um, copyright and doing operation stuff there. It's really different. Like every day, I couldn't tell you. It's just like all over the place, and then sometimes I travel, so. That gets in the way. It's a lot. 
it's pretty amazing because you only had like four hours of screen time. So you're like not on your phone that much. No, I'm not on my phone too. Uh, this is a good week. So it's a good week. Yeah, it's a good week. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to be on your phone when you're at lunch every day, Jack. Yeah. Going out to breakfast every morning. Yeah. I, I, I've been dinner eating. every night. I've been eating yeah. out every single day. Have you really? Yeah, I have. Every single day? Every single day. Why? I get Chipotle every single day. Oh, you're doing the Alex Hormozzi nope. thing? Nope. Okay, really? so let me explain. Let me. Ex- you know who oh. Alex Hormozzi is? No, I don't. He's like this like entrepreneur guy. Who Only eats Chipotle? Uh, kind he of. Did. He did, yeah, for, for a, a period year. of time, for a year or so. Uh, I, I decided... I don't want to cook in the kitchen. It takes too long. It's exhausting. I always buy a bunch of stuff from the grocery store. It always goes bad. I feel like I'm wasting food. But if I just go to Chipotle, a bowl is like a meal and a half for me. Yeah. You know, and I make some overnight oats and that's pretty much I'm good for the day. There you go. Overnight oats and like Chipotle bowl. Uh, and <laughs> Alex Ramosi said that his accountant came to him uh-huh. and was like, hey, it says here that you ordered Chipotle like 500 and so times this year. There must be some sort of error. And then Alex said, like, no, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Jack, so why don't you try Chipotle catering? Because that would give you enough to make your own bowls for a whole week. That is a really good idea. That is an extremely yeah. good idea. We like just need actually. to win one of those. My friends, like one of my friends had the Chipotle card. It's like a year free Chipotle. Try to win that. He got it? Uh, yep. How did he get it? Um, he just won it. It's like won it in a sweepstakes. And he got like... Fifty dollars of Chipotle every day. What was one? I w- I've completely forgot. There was a was it like a soup plantation thing, or it was the all you could eat pasta from Olive Garden. That was it. That's a thing. Yep, and they gave away five hundred of these, but you had to apply for it, and then there's a lottery system where you have to sign in at a certain time to buy it. It was like a hundred dollars for it was all you could eat at Olive Garden for like a year or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. That's and I thought I was gonna buy it for a video. And that morning, like, I had applied. I had secured a spot to go in and, like, buy it. Yeah. But you had to be really quick, and I overslept. Didn't that's like get a, it. That's like a, you know, that old, like, American Airlines, like, free flight yeah. pass? It was, what was it, 250 grand for free flights for a oh, lifetime? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that's like that, yeah. but a little worse, crazy. actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Well, what about you guys? Like, what is your day-to-day, like, every typical day? Wow, Jack, you want to go first? Your busy yeah. schedule? Yeah. So Ping usually pong. what I do is I wake up, right? And then I go to the gym. That's generally speaking like the first thing I do. Nice. Uh, I come back home, eat a little bit of food, overnight oats maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, take a shower and then get ready, start working pretty much. So that would work. Work. Yeah. Maybe sometimes I have some stuff to do, surprisingly. And I'll usually take care of some work. Uh, probably done by like... Done by, <laughs> done by 11 a.m. Probably done with all my work. No, uh, I keep working. Usually take some breaks. I play a lot of ping pong. Oh, really? Uh, I just go back to work. I usually don't go out. It's pretty much just like I'm in my room on my computer basically all day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. A lot of the times I've come over here to film sponsors or we'll be filming podcasts. And uh, that's pretty much it. I, I, don't, I don't go out. Yeah. Right? I live in like a, a, a suburban type. Of, you live in a content or, house, Jack. I kind of do. Yeah. Oh, do you? I mean... Yeah. All five rooms are filled up with okay. kids that are between the age of 20 hits <laughs> with men. It feels weird with saying that because I still feel like I'm a kid, but it's between the age of 21 and 23. So okay. we're, and we're, yeah, like oh, yeah. a couple of us like making, I'm 23, 23. Okay. Yeah. So kind of a content house. Yeah. But we, yeah. we mess around, you know, we, we have fun. Yeah. It'd be funny that, if you call it your dad's house. Your dad's <laughs> house. Oh, right. <laughs> My place is your dad's house. Yeah. The guys Crossover. will love that one. Yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's pretty much the average day. Your turn, yeah. Graham. Oh man. Every day is, every day is different. Um, 
it depends if it's a posting day or a non-posting day, but usually right. like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I'll wake up, try to plan out a video. Alex comes between 12 and 1. We review the video that's posting that day. We'll spend two hours thinking title thumbnail, answer comments for an hour afterwards. And then after that, usually we'll either be filming a podcast, I'll go to the gym, I'll react to a video for the second channel, or I'll film what I planned out earlier. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually planning days. I'll spend gotcha. all day just trying to script out videos to then post the next day or that that following day. Because I was gonna say you you pump out a lot of videos. Yeah. Like I was gonna say you have to just be filming a lot every day, every day, every day. You film I'm every at day, least one video a day. Because you have what yeah. like three channels? Uh, three channels posting seven days a week. So there's a video posting every day, and that wow. and that's actually down at the peak. I think it was twelve videos a week. Wow. I think peak, and I did that for a few months. Uh, actually, it was that's nine crazy. videos a week. For I think almost a year, a year give or take nine videos a week. That's uh, crazy. Went up to twelve for a month, and then now I'm back down to seven. And you think seven is where you're gonna stay? Uh, for as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. Actually, sometimes seven is eight a lot because we'll post a midweek episode. Seven is still a lot. Yeah. Do you ever to me, feel that's like even normal? Really? Yeah. Well, you're coming from twelve, so. Yeah, exactly. So it's just whatever the threshold is. But like three of those videos don't count because I think those are the reaction videos. So that's sure. just me like reacting to a video. Pretty easy. It's an mm. hour title thumbnail. Yeah. Not the end of the world. Uh, the podcast is simple because it's just one day a week. Yeah. And that's usually something like this. It feels kind of like hanging out. It's the three main channel videos a week. Gotcha. That's, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. It's still a lot. It's like, a lot. Every video is its own video. Like oh, there's a yeah, lot. It's got to be its own topic. Yeah. yeah. And especially in, in times like this, there's not a lot to yeah talk about that that that's it's that different so there's got to be topics that repeat because right. sometimes people don't watch they'll, they'll they'll be a topic on a video and people won't watch that one but they'll watch yeah. the next one sometimes it's just you know busy yeah so there's got to be some topics that repeat every now is that and then. your biggest challenge like coming up with new video ideas yeah yeah if i had a, a list of topics where all i knew is just like all right graham you got to plan out this video this day mm -hmm. uh I could I could do that so easily. If they had the video just yeah. topic. Video topic, title yeah. thumbnail done. And then all I had to do is plan it out and film it. It would be so easy. But part of it is like trying to see what I watch so much YouTube videos to try to figure out like what people want to see and yeah. they'll create videos around that. Right. Very little about like what I care about at this point. It's sure. just whatever the viewers want to see and that's dictated by how many views uh, each video gets. What is that different from in the beginning? In the beginning where you're just like making things that you wanted to make? Yeah. And then now is it like, okay, you feel a little bit more responsibility of like, no, I have to now create for like my viewers. Oh, totally. Yeah, in the beginning it was really fun because these were videos that I wanted to make that didn't exist. Right. And the finance space on YouTube was nothing. Yeah. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow. Um, there's no videos on being a real estate agent. These are the videos that I wish were up there for me. Yeah. And so I'd make all these videos. And financial independence very quickly became a thing in like 2017 on YouTube. Yeah. No one was making those videos except Beat the Bush and maybe like two other people. But mm -hmm. they, were, they weren't doing well with title thumbnails. So I thought, wow, uh, we could make this so much bigger with a good title and a good thumbnail. House hacking was, was one of the first videos for me that did well. That didn't exist on YouTube with that sort of title thumbnail that would attract an audience. Right. Um, but as the space grew, it became way more competitive because now everybody's doing the same videos the same day because there's nothing. So when you have yeah. 100 creators all searching the internet for the same topics and there's one little nibble of something, they're going to hop on it fast. Yeah. And so if I don't cover a topic within 24 hours, everyone else has already covered it. Interesting. And there's no need for my take on that. So now you're, you feel like you're more like 
almost like a news outlet. Like you got to be fast with it. Yeah. Cause I'm never going to be the fastest because you have other people who will literally live stream the event. Right. Right. And they provide such great context on that. So I know I I can't compete with that. Sure. There are other people who will just freestyle a video within an hour afterwards. Yeah. I can't do that. So mine is always, I'll, I'll come to it with the, with as much perspective as possible. Yeah. In a way that's, you know, edited and informative and entertaining, but it's got to be within 24 hours. That's interesting. That's so interesting. I also feel that where like in the beginning, it was like a huge gap and you're like, okay, I can fill this gap. There's a huge gap in the market. And now it's like super interesting Mm -hmm. where it's not so much of that. It's more just like, how do I keep growing? Like what I've built. Yeah, It's hard to see where the next gap is Mm. uh, because for a while, I think Jake Tran really got on that bandwagon. Or do you watch his channel? Yeah. 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 He got on that bandwagon of just the really cool, like documentary style videos. Yeah. But now I'm seeing everybody making documentary styles. Like, um, moon is another channel i've been watching a lot of that Uh makes similar videos just different topics but it's like these documentary style videos are popping off same with like patrick cc sunny v2 like the the rise and fall of yeah like narrated very dramatic they do so well but so many channels now are popping up like that it's hard to figure out like where's the need now in the marketplace and like what's next yeah it's like that intersection of like what where's the gap and like what are you good at like for you it's probably very clear so I'm trying to find it too. I think there's a lot of like soul searching on YouTube. Yep. Like, who am I? Like, who am I? Who do I want to be? Yeah. Not to get so deep or whatever, but I think, I think, I don't know if you feel the same way, but just on YouTube, it's just a lot of like, and I feel like, are you like, Jack, you're trying to like figure out your stride on YouTube as well? or I suppose so. I mean, <clears throat> basically all my focus on is on the iced coffee hour and on my off time, like I'm yeah. just kind of doing whatever I guess I have fun with. Yeah. I'm on my own personal channel. Uh, that's pretty much, it. I guess I kind of in a, in, in a sense trying to find what I like because yeah. every single video I've posted has been a completely different format, mm. like a reaction versus like a challenge versus like a stranger's question. Thing, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. There's so um, many like different type of types of videos on YouTube. And I feel like a lot of people starting off are just like, okay, what's going to do well? Like, how can I make something that does well? Um, but I think it's actually the opposite. Like, what am I good at? Like, wh- yeah. who am I as a person? And, like, what can I bring to the platform? It's, it's there's i don't know it's a different game yeah. i don't know it's a how different often, game how often do you f- have those feelings or go through those moments oh like all the time really? like i always have to do a ton of soul searching like who am i like who do i want to be like what do i stand for or what am i good at um in the beginning it was so clear like okay college videos like i didn't like the ones that were being made but they're doing well so like okay i can make ones that i like and they'll hopefully do well um but yeah now i'm like i really feel like i'm approaching a little bit of a pivot actually which is also kind of scary. Yeah, I'm just like trying to think of like what's prompted that. Um just like being just not complacent but just doing making similar videos and like not really innovating and growing. So, I think it's like a constant cycle of like okay, you're really happy with the videos you're making and then you're not so happy with them and then you change something up and like try to make them better and then you become happy with them. Do you feel like you've stagnated in a way like you've kind of peaked and plateaued in terms of like what you are currently capable of i think like i haven't been as like creative and i think part of it is actually also like having an editor now like not being as like not being able to like do as much creatively because like i there's only so much you can communicate like creatively and it is a challenge um and then i think youtube also is a lot about like consistency over like trying to like change it up all the time but a lot of times for myself like it comes from like making videos this comes from a place of like wanting to share something like creatively so a balance because like you don't want to switch it up too hard because then that kind of like is not good for your channel but at the same time i think it's like important to like 
think about how you want to innovate and like bring something yeah. new. I think you guys need a soundboard. Do you guys have a soundboard? Yeah. Do we have Yeah, we'll put one of those, but like right here, and then you guys could be like sound effects. Like <laughs> yeah, like it's... oh, like how much you make this month? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They say a low number, but we're already pressing it. So. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. No, just for comedic effect. No, I think you guys do great. Okay, this set is crazy. This is something else, huh? Yeah. What is something you think you can work on? Something I can work on? I can yeah. work on a lot of things. This could be business related, personal. Yeah, you know, anything. I think a lot of times I just need to remind myself to like be patient. I think I'm I'm 23 too. Like I'm just very young, and I, I think like YouTube is going well, and there's a lot of great opportunities there, and I'm like I'm excited about it. But I also like, like you said, Graham, I want to like maximize my life experience mm -hmm. still. Um, I just like I don't know. There's a lot of pressure because there's a lot of like opportunities, and you want to make sure you're like making the most of it. But at the same time, I'm just I'm really young. Like I feel like I I am really young and still have a lot of um going to do. So. I always feel like I need I need to be in a position where I'm learning the most. And early on on YouTube, that was YouTube. Just like, how do I learn how to like grow on YouTube, all that stuff. And I think like I'm learning different things nowadays. But yeah, I think like I really have to think critically about like what is going to make me kind of like a more well-rounded person. That's really interesting because I'm the same age as you, but I see it in a different way. I feel like like I'm going slow. I feel like I need to like speed things up. I feel like I'm too, too old. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I, I don't like excuse my like naivety, even mm. though I am only 23. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like a sense of urgency Like I you're do. running out of time. Not that I'm running out of time, but like a sense of urgency insofar as that I'm like racing. You know what I mean? Mm. That I got to keep going, like hit some goal, hit something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've been there too. Like just trying to like reach the next milestone and reach the next milestone. And I'm interested to hear, Graham, your perspective on this too, but I used to no, just move the goalpost. Like, yeah. I just keep moving it. But after a while, it's like, just not the same as, I don't know. I would tell you to keep going. And for Jack, Jack, I, I'd say, oh, double your output. There's so much, just go harder. There's so much more. I feel like there's so much more. I, I'd say uh, a lot more guest outreach. <clears throat> I think a lot more um, picking videos for the second channel. I would say for the filming, I don't, I don't know your filming schedule right now, but I'd, I'd pick one day a week, like, you know, Saturday or something like that, where you just film for six to eight hours. Um, I'd I'm fine if you outsource the editing on those videos. On what um, videos? The, the you going in the public. Like, there's no sense of you editing those videos. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just tough to find an editor. Well, I guarantee that it's not tough. There, there are probably hundreds of people right now yeah. who would love to be your editor. The only thing that I'll say as a counterpoint to that is the fact that, and I mean this in no offense, I mean this in the most oh, respectful gosh. way every possible. Single, every single time you've seen that. I, I, I really mean it in a respectful yeah. way because I think that there is a lot of, about you that is extremely admirable. But when I look at you mm -hmm. and I see that you're continuing to push and you're pushing and you're pushing and you're gonna hold out for as long as you can and you've been saying the same thing for years, mm -hmm. but it seems like like you haven't like traveled, you haven't like gone and do things that I would at least find enjoyable. Like maybe you find enjoyment yeah. in sitting down and working, but that's just not how I, I find a lot of enjoyment. Yeah. I, I like trying out things and being creative and filming new videos and doing, trying out new things. But when I see you, I'm like, God, I do not want to, to like oh, in man. 10 years, I don't want to be like that. But the thing is, it's like now is the opportunity when you have that golden egg and you have that golden opportunity, you shouldn't waste it. And you think of how many people would, would love to be in that position 
if you don't give it 110%, you don't make the most of it. I feel like it's being wasted. I agree that it can easily be wasted, but I, th I think as it currently stands, I'm actually doing a very good job. I, don't I think, think you're I'm wasting it. I don't. I think you're doing a good job, but I don't think it means taking it easy or being complacent or not pushing yourself even further. Because I've I've seen more people not give it 110 percent and and lose it than have pushed and and maybe gotten an extra few years. I just think it's such a volatile career. In but general. you can say you keep pushing for yeah. an extra few years, and then a few years pass, and you're like, keep there's, pushing, keep there's pushing. Gonna, there, but and there's, it's just like a treadmill. There's going to be a point of diminishing returns at a certain point. It, either your income scales at direct proportion to that or your other investments just become more to, to offset everything. I, th I think there'll be a point of diminishing returns where all of a sudden I think life experience trumps the opportunity of, of continuing as is. What do you think about this? I think it's really important to like know what your priorities are. Like what is important to you? What are you willing to sacrifice? I think people are different. Like some people, like a lot of it is like, how you grew up or like what were your childhood influences or traumas or whatever. I think it, it matters a lot. Like you do have to like listen to yourself a little bit. I like for me, I needed that push a lot. Like people just telling me like, you're not working hard enough. And it got me to like work harder and it got me to a place where I was happy. But I, I do think like, it just depends on like what's important to you. Like you just got to ask yourself that because different things are important to different people. So I agree with that. And I think I have a fairly good idea of what's important to me. But Graham likes <laughs> to continue to put his opinion like over my shoulder. No, this is what's Jack, important to you, Jack. This is what's important it, to it you. It helps to have someone pushing you, Jack. I agree. I, I agree. I am pushing you. But I think you. that yeah. it's better when it comes from a more encouraging, a place <laughs> of encouragement. To, to, for the, for, the fact that I'm pushing means I believe that you have the potential. <laughs> I wouldn't push someone who I don't think has the potential to do it. Graham, what's then they'd your, be wasting my time. What's yeah. your personality type? Do you know? Uh, it's an introvert of some sort. It's okay. INTJ. I, yeah. Okay. How do you know that? Because we took a test on we the did? podcast. I think it's super funny, like, seeing the interaction. Because, so I'm, like, an ENFJ. And I just took, like, I didn't take the test recently, but I, like, looked it up recently. And it was funny, like, one of the things that it said, it was, like, oh, likes to give advice to people that that um, that he cares about or he or she cares about. Mm. Um, but often too forceful in a way where it's not received the right <laughs> way. And so I was just curious. But I've had this where, like, I've also been someone that, like, likes to push people to, like, work really hard and, like, go for it and it's also like kind of backfired on me a little bit in some of like my personal relationships because I figure that everyone like wants the same level of success or like has the same drive or same priorities that I do but then I come to find out that you know some people are just like interested in different things or like have different priorities and I just think it's important to like listen to yourself and like really listen to how you feel that being said like I Sometimes you need that push. So yeah. I do think like that question of like, what do you do every day? You know, it's like such a hard question to answer. It's a very difficult question. It is answer. like so different every day. Mm -hmm. Like you're right. Like I do feel sometimes like I'm really busy. And then if I look back, I'm like, like what exactly am I doing? Like, you know, like I just like write it down almost or check my calendar. It just gets blurred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is a lot during the day though, even for myself that you realize you waste doing stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend a lot of time sometimes. I'll be in the middle of planning, but my mind is just elsewhere and I'll check my email for five minutes. Yeah. And then that leads to checking CNBC for five minutes, which leads to checking Reddit for five minutes. And then I get back to planning, but it takes me 20 minutes to get back into the zone. Yeah. So there's like 40 minutes it's gone yeah. um, that didn't need to be gone. Yeah, I used to think that like if I wasn't working from the moment that I woke up to to the moment that I fell asleep, then I wasn't working hard enough. But 
I really think that like quality work matters way more than the hours you put in. Like there's a lot that you can do. I like, agree. Yeah, 100%. I think that matters a lot. Yeah. It's, it's tough for me. Cause I just, I've always, I've always had this mentality that your twenties could be like completely sacrificed to set yourself up for the rest of your life. Mm. And I think if, if people just gave themselves from 18 to 30, just to put their head down and work and just, bust their ass like all the time mm. maybe you know the occasional weekend trip or whatever but yeah. like the focus should be work for 12 years I, I i'm curious to see how many people would be um further ahead yeah if if they really gave it a hundred percent um yeah. and that's and, and not to discredit people who you know are maybe think, in a job that they don't like yeah and a bajillion other things could come up but to really be like very dedicated right of like i'm gonna spend these next 12 years and i'm gonna work on myself every day yeah i think it's great like i also think it's idealistic like a lot of yeah, people i think just don't don't care for it like and that's fair i'm a little bit more like work slash experience on that spectrum like i care about like experiencing like stuff like travel it it seems like worth to me just to, like go travel and like experience life and just like how you said like oh 20 is time time to like work and like grind and like set yourself up for life I could also be like, oh, 20s, it's a time when, like, you're young and, like, you can travel and then you can tolerate, like, That's true you too. know, yeah. going to, like, different places, like, five different places in a week. You can't do that when you're, you know, like, a lot older. It's just, like, harder. So, I don't know. It's a balance. I just think it depends on what's important to you as a person. Yeah. I guess I've never yeah. had the urgency to to go and do those things because mm-hmm. I feel like I could do them anytime. If, if I really placed the importance on that, I could do it. Right. And that's... That's a conscious decision for you. Yeah. That's like, okay, I could do that, but I don't want to because I would rather do this. So that's like your values. And I think like that's, that's what it is. It's like, I think, it is too, I think yeah. if you are, as long as you're aligned, like with your action and what you value, then you're living a good life because like, what more could you do is like, if you, if you are living out the life that's in line with your values, yeah. I think that's, that's really the goal. Do you guys live like living out here in Vegas? Love it. Really? Yeah. What do you like about it? I like that there's no traffic. I went across town the other day at, uh, was it 6 p.m.? Mm-hmm. It was the same as driving in the morning on a Sunday, uh, or, you know, Saturday, no traffic. Tax, yes. And it was, a tax is fantastic. Yeah. Food, I had $25 all-you-can-eat sushi the other day. Food is good. $25 for quality sushi with a good fish-to-rice ratio. Very okay. good. Um, and just everything about it, just the, the people here are very friendly. Uh, the neighbors, now we know the neighbors. We we wave to the neighbors. There you go. Walk down and a neighbor will come up and say hi. Nice. Uh, Alex is working with uh, some neighbors now, which is cool. Alex picked up some oh, business nice. from that. It's just it, really friendly. Really the nice. Heat? Can you take the heat? Uh, heat's not bad because I'm inside all day. Ah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. At night, it's really nice because you, you go out and it's kind of like a little warm, but it's like a comfortable warm at night. Yeah. Do you think you'll stay here for a while? I do. For many years? Decades? Most likely. Decades? For the rest of your life? I mean, too early to tell, but... Where I mean, did you grow up? Los Angeles. Okay. So that's why you think the traffic is good, because LA oh, traffic yeah. is terrible. terrible. Yeah. Interesting. Have you lived anywhere else? Uh, Nope. <laughs> Are you willing to? I'd be Probably open. I'd You'd be open. open to it? Yeah. Have you lived anywhere else? Uh, I grew up in Ventura, which okay. is an hour north of LA. And then that's where you like grew up in? Yeah, I grew up in Ventura, and then I moved to UCSB... And then from there, I moved in with him gotcha. uh, in Santa Monica and then here. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I would say go go live somewhere for a year. I want to live in New York. Yeah, come to New York. New York for one year. I've told myself that. I think that everyone should try New York for a year. That's what a lot of people say. Yeah. I really feel like you learn a lot about yourself in New York. It's a really tough city and 
it's very uncomfortable but that's what that's its charm actually yeah, yeah. what is it about new york though it's uncomfortable it's just Why? like so it's everything's expensive it's very like you don't get a lot of space it's dirty it smells it's like the the, the weather is like really harsh and i kind of like that because it keeps me like on my toes and it kind of like keeps me i don't know it's like a cold shower it's the equivalent of like a cold shower like I don't know. It's hard to explain. That makes sense. You learn a lot about yourself when you're like under those conditions. I feel like all the people that I know that have spoken about living in New York speak very fondly of it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to live there, you know, past my, after I turn 30, Mm -hmm. but I probably going to spend my twenties in New York just Mm -hmm. because it's, I don't know. There's, you know, there's plenty of things wrong with it. Taxes, one of them, (laughs) but, um, it's just, like I said, I'm someone who like maximizes like cares a lot about experiences and I, I go through a lot there like in a lot of different ways in a lot of different areas of my life personal work mm-hmm. everything so i don't know i've learned a lot about myself just because there's a lot of trials there what about these experiences like what stands out to you um like this past year a lot of like personal experiences like dealing with friends like a lot of my personal relationships um part of that is also like living in a creator house like obviously very complicated but i've learned so much about like navigating some things like even stuff like me not being a confrontational person, but then by, na- then by nature of like trying to do business and then also live with friends, like having to work on that skill. That's an example of like something in my personal life. Um, just areas of growth that like you would find, you would not find unless you were fa- like put in those specific situations. I think like every, every few months, like I go through like some stuff in New York and I learn a lot about like myself and, I think I come out usually like a better person just having grown. And it's not always just like career stuff, a lot of personal stuff. And um, I care, I care a lot about like the personal career work life balance. So it's important to me to like focus on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be taking questions from our audience, from the fans on Patreon. Okay. Here's some questions for you from Ben. What is your process from making videos to uploading videos? I feel like we answered that pretty well. Yeah. Uh, plan out a day. Bring my camera around. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in that day that you know hits with the audience? You're like, they love when I go to this one coffee shop. Not necessarily. I do try to fit in a talking segment into every video, which doesn't always work out because people click off of like talking segments usually in a vlog. Like mm-hmm. you see the retention go like this when you start talking. Hmm. But I do think like it's really important to build that audience relationship by talking to them directly. Like a lot of times it's more like the viewers just like, well, oh, sorry, like, watching in on you versus like you're actually there and they're talking directly to you. I think that's mm-hmm. a different type of creator. Where do you source? Do you use stock B-roll? Stock B-roll? No. Yeah. You don't? So stock, all- stock B-roll? Yeah. No. You don't use any stock B-roll? No. Why would I use stock B-roll? What if there's a, something you're trying to explain and there's a really nice, you know, stock footage or something? I don't know. I just never have used B-roll like that. I mean, I use my own B-roll. I don't use stock B-roll. It's just not my style. That's interesting. I feel like all we use is stock B-roll. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. That's like every, all of the, huh. That's right. I don't know. I just That's never cool. have. Like, yeah. I'm showing my life. It's weird if I kind of show someone else's yeah. footage. Shelby Church, I think, does the same. She films such good B-roll. I think she's got a backlog. She has to have a catalog. Yeah. It's just like her walking in a hundred different spots. Like her yeah. grocery store and like different buildings and stuff. And yeah. then she yeah. can pull back from this. Right. I also don't do voiceovers. Like, oh yeah. So that's a little different. Why not? Don't you think that would be a good idea? I'm, I want to experiment more with voiceovers just because it's a little bit more versatile. I just like, for the longest time, I've been doing this. 
and just talking. Huh. So huh. that's what I'm used to. But I'm actually really interested in like experimenting more. What about yeah. walking around with that thing? Do you get embarrassed like filming out in public? Not anymore. Like in the beginning, yeah. But I got over it real quick. Just a lot of just like loud and proud. You know, just like really just you got. For me, it's like if I don't do it, no one's gonna do it for me. If I don't do it right, then I'm. If I don't get the high enough, this is not a yeah, good yeah. shot. You know, like this is the right shot. Yeah. Straight on. Do you so have like, any, like what about looks at you, you in it. public or do people ever try to interfere? Because I just don't care. Yourself, they like, hey. Yeah. Um. I read Four Hour Work Week my freshman year of college, and in there, there's a bunch of like uncomfortable exercises that you're supposed to do, and one of them was like lying on the ground in a public area for like five minutes. So in the middle of uh, lunch, like in my college dining hall, cafeteria, okay, dining hall. I would just lie down in the middle, like you know, you you're scared of judgment. Did you tell like your friends you were doing it. No, I just do it like, and people are just like, "What are you doing?" Um, or just random stuff like push-ups in the middle of nowhere, and like weirdest looks. Obviously, very judgmental looks, and like a lot of judgment from my my friends and like people that I was like meeting because it's a freshman year of college. Um, but it really trained me like super well to just like not care. Like I need what what I need to get done, I get done. Like. I don't care if it's like this and if I have to yell or whatever. It's mm. just like practice. It's cool. Yeah. What other like challenges did you do from the four hour work week? That was the one that was the most memorable. I don't really remember. I think there's one where it was maintain eye contact. Oh, I did until that. The other person looks away. I did that where you just maintain eye yeah. contact until other person. And then it gets very uncomfortable it really does. fast. With someone you're not talking to? Yeah, I would so just you're saying like you're sitting over here. There's someone else sitting over there. And you're just staring it's tough. At no, them? even even during a conversation, like you yeah. want to look like away. we could do it right now. It's like really difficult. Yeah, and I could have a little. Well, we both read the book, so, so we're just gonna go forever. Really, <laughs> like I could probably just go forever, unless I just like right. keep talking and get you to look away. But yeah, we could just <laughs> gaze into each other's <laughs> eyes. Like you really want to look away? <laughs> I know. Like right now is that <laughs> point. <laughs> Does now that count? Done. Now my eyes are yes, just getting watery. So I was I like, also not blinking. So that wasn't healthy. You gotta blink. Yeah. It's okay to blink. Yeah, it's okay to blink. Right. It's actually weirder if you don't blink. Yeah. <laughs> that could be an added layer. Yeah, yeah. Try yeah. that and then report back on the next episode. Yeah. Just with a stranger. Yeah. It could be with a stranger. I'll do it at Chipotle tomorrow. Passerbys that you're talking to, like it, it, <laughs> the order Chipotle, but stare at them until they look away. Yeah. I mean that's not hard because I, I mean think. if I'm speaking to someone, I actually maintain. I actually maintain eye contact. <laughs> like, I feel like I do it pretty well. Yeah. And I'm not you, really scared to you, sh you should do it with people that are just like walking by That's on the street. That's what I think would be harder. Yeah. If, if I was just sitting down, you know, biting my burrito. <laughs> right. Just staring intently. Well, it depends how you're eating some... the burrito. <laughs> how else would you eat it? Would you eat it sideways like this? <laughs> The joke is like, lost. <laughs> I got it, Graham. It's okay. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I think I, that's definitely something I should try. just got a lollipop. <laughs> a popsicle. Yeah, the, the props might not really help, but yeah. no, it's great. I actually, you know, you were just talking about being uncomfortable in public. This will help. Like, in, in not uncomfortable, sorry, not uncomfortable in public. Uncomfortable asking people questions in public settings. Yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll actually help a lot. Like, um, the eye contact thing is big. I got to practice you can, that. You can I lie like down. that a lot, actually. Okay, yeah. I'll report back. Yeah. I'll report back. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you. I really appreciate yeah. this. Thanks for coming to Vegas. Thanks for of coming course. on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're Sick. welcome. Yeah. Uh, did you get your free stock in the description? I'm about public? to right now by going down there in the description and clicking it. Have you followed me on Instagram? So with that said, you yeah, guys, thank you. thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Ice Coffee Hour podcast. Thank you, Elliot, for coming over here. Very gracious me. of you. Thank you. With that said, you guys, until next, until time. next time.